This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heavens. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report is brought to you by Jack Daniels. Make it count. Jack Daniels. Please drink responsibly. And sponsored by MD Anderson Cancer Center on Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. The Falcons do not put the franchise tag on Caleb McGarry, which means he will be a free agent. I think it's the right move. We've been talking about it today, and we're going to get into why it is the right move as the Falcons continue to make moves, like signing Zoe to a two-year deal. Lorenzo Carter, Mike, back with the Falcons. I think Mm. it's a fair deal. And by the way, it beats going out and trying to find somebody to replace a guy who's in your rotation. Right. And obviously, Ryan Nielsen, our new D.C., saw something on the film, Mike, that he liked from Zell. And Lorenzo Carter, good guy in the locker room. You've heard him on the show with us. He, he's a good dude. I mean, I just think he, he's, he looks – I always say this every time we talk about it. He looks like like the old Skip Carey. He's just poured into that uniform. He looks like a stud. He does. Get him some help on that D-line. Maybe we go get a big D tackle in free agency or through the draft, but uh, they they believe in the, betting in the come on the come on this dude. All right, coming up, we'll talk uh, about our Hawks in twenty minutes. Another L last night. <sighs> we haven't really spent a lot of time today because of all the NFL news that's coming down, and we're going to get you caught up on the latest with the the NFL as well. And we'll talk some Brave Spring training along the way. Um, here's what's interesting. Before we talk about the Falcons, and I just told Mike this, and this is what I was talking about earlier. Okay, reports are now. Okay, Lamar Jackson, if you're just joining us, he got the non-exclusive tag today, which means he can speak to other teams, and it gives the Ravens the right to match any offer sheet if they want to. Or they say, thank you for your services. You go to your new team, and we'll take two first-round picks as compensation. It's built in. That's what the deal is. Reports are that the Panthers are not expected to pursue Lamar Jackson. Reports are the Raiders are not expected to pursue Lamar Jackson. Reports are the Falcons, and we've talked about this, right? They've got it on front page on their website. Okay, that that they are not pursuing Lamar Jackson. Who's pursuing him? Uh, Well, who? who, Where's he? Are you saying every team now is out on Lamar Jackson? Well, we've talked about the uh, the ask, but this goes back. Like again, I'm not lumping in our organization because they they may feel that Desmond Ritter. And again, the problem with Ritter is we just I need more games. If you give me a few more games, I'd be locked in. I was begging for Ritter, begging for to get more get starts. Didn't happen, but I like what I saw. But they perhaps will go to work with Ritter and build old school fundamentally through the draft, augment free agency. But. You're telling me 
if the players' association is pushing for this, can't take a. I want a fully guaranteed contract, and the owners are still hopping mad at Jimmy Haslam for giving that crazy contract to Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. I'll. It starts with a C, ends with an N. Collusion. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. Don't be afraid, guys. These things happen because they happen every twenty years or so in the NFL when when somebody's trying to break the mold. And don't get me twisted. The last thing the NFL needs to do is go down the road of the NBA and Major League Baseball with fully guaranteed contracts. Look, we have a bunch of NFL players, past and present. It sucks that these guys leave their bodies on the field, but it works, and the system is the best, most successful league in the world because of it. Yeah, because it allows you to move on from guys, and you're still not paying a ton of money um, even when guys don't play for you. I I totally agree. But what I'm saying is now you're seeing all these reports. Panthers not in. Really? Okay. I mean, I just think it's curious. When you start telling me all the teams that potentially need quarterbacks and they're not going to be interested in Lamar Jackson? Well, I mean, Bryce Young is a guy you better have a good uh, offensive line around him. He's not a guy who's going to be elusive. He doesn't move outside the pocket. He is the same size as Caleb McG- as Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray moves. Kyler Murray moves around and obviously is tremendously athletic. C.J. Stroud, we already talked about you know, the upside or, or whatever you think Anthony Richardson is going to be, Levis, et cetera. So you're telling me that's where Te- Tepper's going to take one of that over a chance to get Lamar Jackson in a Charlotte? That's I, interesting. I, I don't – again, Mike, poker. I, I'm not buying it. We'll but, see. but again, but here's the other thing. There's nothing wrong. We can joke around, I mean, tongue-in-cheek on collusion, but this stuff's happened before. You can look it up. But the It's thing, hard to prove, though. Yeah, it's, it's nearly impossible to prove. Because a general manager can say, I just don't think he's the right fit for our organization. Correct. And they can say, fine. Yep. But I will say this. Maybe a lot of teams are saying, let this man cool his heels, and he'll realize that he's asking for the ridiculous contract. And that's why the Ravens said, no way. All right. So that is out there. Um, let's talk about Caleb McGarry. Right decision. Why is it the right decision? Because there are just a couple of guys on every team that are worth paying. Caleb McGarry, as good as he was last season, in my opinion, was not and had not become one of those guys, okay? You did this with Jake Matthews. Um, Look at our team. You did it with Grady Jarrett. There's always a couple of guys that you go, he's worth it, he's consistent, he shows up, he's healthy, he's going to be there. And you take care of those guys, and you have to be selective in the guys that you do that with. But if we were to franchise tag Caleb McGarry, again, you were talking about $17, $18 million for his position, and I just – Or higher. Well, yeah, if you didn't reach a long-term deal, but I'm just talking about for next season. I did not think it was worth that, Mike, and obviously the Falcons didn't either. So we move on, and I think you addressed this in the draft, Mike, because – if you didn't pay McGarry, you're not paying any of these free agent tackles to come in either. No, it doesn't mean you're going to go with Skaronsky out of Northwestern, although he has been linked to us by a lot of mock drafts. But again, you, you would need to get one either in the first or second round if you don't address it through free agency. But because it's such a limited, let's be honest, pool of tackles in yeah. free agency. Orlando's Orlando Brown from the, uh, who am I thinking, from Squid, from the Chiefs. He's, he's going to be like, he'll be the number one uh, Orlando Brown will be the number one guy. 26 years of age. He's going to reset the market for tackle. That wouldn't be McGarry, but McGarry's going to get more money than we would certainly be paying. I think so. And listen, we wish him luck. Uh, That doesn't mean that he could not end up back here, but Mike, you had that opportunity. Yeah, but we said it. Now, he's already had his feelings hurt once. Maybe he'll get his feelings hurt twice inside a $65 million deal. You could let the market settle. And a lot of things Peter King wrote about it in Monday Morning Quarterback, <clears throat> excuse me, saying there's a lot, he thinks free agency, this is a, he said this is a weak free agent class, and he thinks a lot of teams are going to let things settle. So you might not see as much of the action we've seen, in the, or the rumors of the action the first couple of days. 404-741-0929. Oh, wait, this just in. The commanders are also on the list that are not apparently interested in Lamar Jackson. 
Really? 404-741-0929. That is our Solomon <laughs> Brothers Diamond text line. You can always hit us up. Find us on social media, guys. We're on Twitch at ATL929TheGame. You can watch us. And on YouTube at 929 The Game every day. Uh, thanks to Jason. We call him Whispers, running our cameras for us. Twitter at 929 The Game, Facebook, Instagram, and follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up, C Dukes, and we appreciate all of the feedback. All right. As we talk about the Falcons and what's happening in the NFL today, Saquon Barkley is franchise tagged. So that's a $10 million tag, uh, which is, you know, again, they could work out a long term deal, but if they don't, He's going to play for $10 million, which is the tag number for Saquon. Daniel Jones gets his deal. It's four years, $160 million with $82 million guaranteed. It's a fair deal. I think it's a fair deal for Daniel Jones. Yeah, I just do. And they were really over the barrel because you really can't do the things you want to do with Daniel Jones. They got to, they got to, they've got to go draft some offensive line help in New York, but you can't, you can't do it without Saquon Barkley. They didn't get to that playoff. Again, they got lost. It is what it was. They got one win and they got smoked by the Eagles, but it was a hell of a season for those guys because they've been out there and for years, Carl, missing the playoffs since Eli left. But you've got to find a, a happy medium, a four-year deal for, for Daniel Jones. That's literally the perfect deal. And by the way, Lamar Jackson, just to back, I just thought of something. It's not collusion if some people think a contract is asinine. Oh, it's no. just people saying no, there's no, no. no way I'm yeah. going to do that. But we just, we've seen it before yeah. in, in other sports when free agents and guys try to reset the market and also they don't reset the market. Well, it, it becomes that, though, Mike, when you have all these owners in the same place and they are all talking about the same thing and then behind closed doors, mm-hmm. everybody's shaking their head and nodding at, we ain't doing that, right? right? That's when it becomes. Listen, the only reason we know John Gruden got caught with the emails is because they had emails. If that conversation is had face-to-face, nobody knows John Gruden and Bruce Allen are having those conversations, and that's the point. These owners, nobody's going to put in an email, nobody signed Lamar. <laughs> right. Nobody's doing that. But you're right. If you just say, hey, this contract is not for our team, it is very difficult to say, hey, teams are not uh, or against signing uh, Lamar Jackson for a particular and, price. And the other thing is just to keep in mind, guys, whether you like the idea of it or you think it's a stupid idea because of the health concerns and the money's too much and you finally have cap space and now we're going to be trapped with a monster contract, we were never hearing a word about the Falcons in the mix for Deshaun Watson until we were in the mix. Yeah. You know, St. Patrick's Day, the thing dropped, and all of a sudden it was a, it was a thing. It happened out of the blue. Yeah, for weeks we said it could possibly happen, and everybody said, y'all are crazy. And then it happened. And then we didn't – the reason why that deal didn't happen, it wasn't us. It was them. They offered what we couldn't offer. I truly still to this day believe Deshaun would have come here, but then you go and you say, well, here's the Browns, and the Browns just went, oh! right, and they vomited all over it, <laughs> and, and they went, oh, whatever you want, oh! right, right. and they gave him everything, and you went, okay, I can't, I can't refuse this, because he was in a pickle with the whole off-the-field mm-hmm. stuff. So, hey, and in the, I don't know what he's going to be with the Browns, but the small sample size last year was nothing special. There was no magic with no. Sean Watson last year in Cleveland. Rust, rusty, bro. I yeah. think he was really rusty. All right, uh, as we're talking about all these things around the NFL, the other uh, news today as we talk about you know the franchise tag and, and what happened, um, the two big quarterbacks, Lamar franchise tag, Daniel Jones gets his deal. Um, just to put this in perspective, there are only five quarterbacks in the league that make over $45 million or at 45. So when you start saying, well, what does Lamar want? I don't know. But, like, Josh Allen's not making $45 million. Neither is Stafford or Dak. They're $40 million guys. But Rodgers, Russ, Kyler Murray, Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson. Now, Kyler Murray shouldn't be in there, but, Mike, Cardinals caved. And this is another situation where owners are looking at the Bidwells and going, what are you guys doing? Like, he cried and basically Mm -hmm. erased his social media, and then they went, okay, we'll pay you. And then you fire the coach who wanted him 
after the season. Right. So, you know, this is one of those deals where you go, that to me is a mistake, at least right now. If Kyler Murray wins two, more, two Super Bowls, I'll take that. I'll retract it. This contract right now is a mistake. He should not be in this Aaron Rodgers four-time MVP conversation. Russell right. Wilson, Super Bowl winner. Mahomes, we know what he is. Um, Deshaun Watson, just that deal played itself out, right. and he was in position to, to, to command that. Kyler Murray shouldn't be a $45 million guy. No, and that's the thing. When the Arizona Cardinals, the Bidwells did what they did, the Browns did, the Jimmy Haslam did what they did, a lot of the owners are furious at these guys. And Biscott, the owner of the uh, the Ravens, kind of put it out there. That's what That added to all the uh, the drama with this contract negotiation, which came to a head. And they said, we'll give you the non-restricted, or the non-exclusive, I should say, tag, which allows teams to pursue it. Derek Carr signed his deal, by the way. Financials are coming out. Uh, fully guaranteed. There's a big bonus up front, just $1.5 million. You're wondering, how do you make this work? Similar to Deshaun Watson's, $1.5 million fully guaranteed 23. Goes up to $30 million fully guaranteed in 24. $40 million guaranteed in 25. And uh, it's part of that is in the calendar year in March, the bonuses kick in. So the Saints can walk away from this at some point and not pay him, the, obviously, the full contract. It's a three-year, technically, Correct. $100 million deal. They have it at four at one sixty. That's not even close. He's not getting the fifty million in year four. It's not going to happen. So how you structure this? And Mike, when do they need cap help? Right, right now. now. So you give him the least amount, right. and that's why the contract has worked that way. That's why the whole Lamar contract. People are like, oh, it won't work. I need to see how it's structured. Right. Deshaun Watson had a million dollars issue because they figured he was going to miss eight games. So they didn't want that coming off his $30 million salary. They moved the money around in this case for cards just to give some cap relief to the Saints. Bobby Abair thinks it's a nice fit. Still thinks they got a great defense down there. Garrett, real quick, can we hear Rich Eisen talking about the Falcons brass watching quarterbacks at the Combine and checking out quarterbacks? Now, this is completely different than Lamar, but we keep saying, what do you do at eight? This is what Rich Eisen said about our, our Falcons uh, front brass. You take a look the rest of that division – one team's drafting eighth overall in Atlanta, and one team's drafting ninth overall in Carolina. Atlanta's got Desmond Ritter. And I'll tell you what, when I say in Indianapolis, there was zero buzz about Desmond Ritter. <laughs> there was zero buzz about Desmond Ritter. Yes. Overheard at Combine. To the point where, where, where Falcons are grinding tape on, on quarterbacks. But yet we're not interested in Lamar. I'll wait. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. We'll see how things shake out. Coming up, we saw how they shook out last night uh, in Miami, uh, and it was <laughs> ugly. It's Dukes and Bell. It's personal injury law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Appreciate all the input on social media and you guys getting at us via the text line as well. We'll get back into some more NFL talk on the way. Let's talk Hawks, Mike, because the Hawks had a nice lead last night, 15 points, and then we lost. It sounded and looked familiar. Um, and for everybody who thinks Quinn Snyder is going to come in here and be the savior, and I'm not saying that in a, in a smart aleck way, it's just that's not how this happens. He's going to come in. He's got less than 20 games now. Um, you try to figure out how you want to move forward to best use this roster. And, Mike, you said it. Some guys are playing more. Some guys are playing less. And then when guys are playing well, they're not getting fed the ball. Yeah, it was strange. John Collins, we had a lot of conversation yesterday. I asked you, I said, do you think that John Collins could be the odd man out in Quinn Snyder's idea of what the Hawks are going to look like, whether it's this year or moving forward next season? And, you know, after three years of trade rumors, maybe it actually happens. John Collins is on pace for a 30-point night, and then they stopped giving him the ball. Now, whether that's because they didn't think he could make any jump shots late in the game, I don't know. But he finished with 17, but he kind of like fizzled in the fourth. Uh, Trey had a nice night. It just Trey had a turnover where he just coughed it up. And that's, that can't happen. That was a turnover with him dribbling in traffic, but nobody actually put a hand on him. So that was kind of curious. Um, the, the Heat bench outscored us by a mile. They had 59 points. That uh, Who's that dude? Caleb, what's his face? Caleb Martin couldn't miss. No, 43. Was strong. Yeah, and then just... I just thought last night, the thing that irked me, and you brought this up way before everybody else, is what is DeAndre Hunter? And DeAndre Hunter, remember, ironically, in game five in Miami last year, goes to 31 before he fouled out on a bogus call. And we thought, okay, there he is. That's that's the guy we're going to – that's your fourth overall pick in the NBA draft. And then last night, two wide-open looks because they collapsed on Trey and DeJounte, and he couldn't hit anything. He finally hits a three when the game's over. You know, I mean, they just, this is the stuff that drives you crazy. And, well, by the way, we don't play any perimeter defense. Those guys could make a sandwich and then launch a three-point from the corner before somebody got a hand in their face. And I think they did last night. Uh, You said it, Oladipo and Martin combined to score 43. I I didn't want you to think that Martin scored 43 off the bench himself, but they, they just did all the things that you need to do to win games. Again, Trey scored 25, uh, 23 from DeJounte Murray. Let me ask you, is this working with those two? Is it working? Well, I mean, it's just good. No, maybe not, but it better had figure, get figured out because you gave up a too many draft picks. That's why Travis Schlenk got fired because he, amongst other things, didn't think the, uh, he didn't think the ask was right. Thought it was too much to get DeJounte over here. And on a night where Trey and DJ score 25 and 23, right, you feel mm-hmm. like it's working. Like that's, that's the formula. And it wasn't last night. So let's hear from Quinn Snyder. First of all, he said he felt like his team responded. Um, we're not getting the Nate mm. quotes flat. All the things we've <laughs> talked about, slow start. Quinn Snyder talked about his team responding. Particularly the way we started the game. You know, we were really aggressive and defended well, um, you know, and, and continued to do that throughout the game. Yeah, I mean – the other thing is, I asked you, I thought A.J. Griffin was going to get minutes. And maybe is it because Quinn Snyder says, you know, he's still a rookie. And even though we thought that Nate and everybody else who's ever coached Hawks never plays rookies, that Snyder might say Griffin could be a good three-point shooter off the bench. His legs are tired, Mike. It's a long season. <laughs> well, he's hit that rookie wall, you're telling me? 
How can he hit the rookie wall average in like 12 minutes a game? But anyway, I thought A.J. Griffin would be a part of this. So far, so not for him. So that's a bit disconsolate. I'm a little disconsolate on that. Talked about. Are you saying you already don't like the rotation? No, I just thought A.J. Griffin would get out there. I mean, we just talked about with all the dynamic play you were getting from Miami's bench. The only thing we have going for us, aside from what Trey and DeJounte did to Sadiq Bay. Boy, does he look good. He does. And matter of fact, why don't we just start him over John Collins all the time? Well, it, well, why don't you put him out there for Hunter, Mike? That's who you well, that's, to put I mean, him out I know there he's for. not a power forward. He's a small forward. But, yes, technically. But you just gave Hunter a cut. <laughs> See, there you go. Maybe we just don't have a good basketball team, Carl, and that's why we're on the outside looking in of the locked-in playoff position. Yeah, I think Bay has played better here just as of late. Just, you know, again, it's a small sample size, but this is why they brought him in. And he also is going to challenge Hunter. Mike, on nights where he's knocking down shots, you sit Hunter. And that's a lot because Hunter doesn't hit a lot of shots. I mean, that, that's just what it is. I know you guys thought I was killing him earlier in the year and I was being too hard on him. But, again, this is what we get for the fourth overall pick in the draft. I just thought he'd be more of a guy, more of a dude, and, and he's not. Mm-hmm. I've accepted what he is. And, you know, I keep thinking he's going to be this, this defensive stopper where you put him on the other team's best def- uh, offensive player, and that's your job. Right. Like, I need you to score eight points, but I need you to limit their best player and make it tough all night on him. Like, he should be the guy that was on Bradley Beal, and Bradley Beal was killing you with all the switches. That, that was it a couple nights ago. Ate him up. Ate him up. So, next up for our Hawks, we'll see what happens as we get the, uh, the Wizards mm-hmm. on uh, Wednesday, which is tomorrow night, 6.30 pregame. 7 o'clock tip here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And then Friday, same thing because two games at the Wizards. So they get a day off Thursday, six game, uh, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip on Friday as well. As we're talking about the Hawks, let's hear Quinn Snyder talking about having to learn how to win on the road. I said this earlier, this is not game six. You blew a 15-point lead. This is We've played 60 already, and mm. this is kind of what it is. Yeah, I, th- I think that that's where – you know, learning how to win on the road, and you know you got to play through those things. And I thought, for the most part, um, we did. Now, here's the other thing: you got a lot of games with the with the Wizards left to play. The Heat, as it stands, if it stays like right where it is right now, we're the eight, they're the seven. We would play them. Mm. You know, and they, you get this is not a good matchup. Trey had a good night last night, but he's in. He had a turnover with the game on the line. The, the Heat have really had our number. This was arguably one of the better offensive outputs, other than the game we won last year in the series. Snyder also talked about, um, you know, they got to distract us sometimes, Mike. I don't know if you watch it with the officiating. Oh, yeah, we didn't get calls, but don't we also bellyache a little too much? I think so. It does get in our heads. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Luka lost a game for the Mavericks, and Jason Kidd came out and was like, look, you want me to call a timeout? We we get so distracted out there that, you know, you got to have self-control. And Quinn Snyder's saying the same thing about our guys. There was a couple times – um, in the game where we got a little distracted, whether it was a call or, you know, the zone or switching pick and roll, sometimes we kind of – but we, we recovered from it pretty quickly, I thought. All right. <laughs> it's just – it's one of those deals last night. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm looking at Oka- – Okongo only had three fouls. Sometimes Okongo will get in trouble when yeah. he gets out there, but he was actually okay. And Capella had three. John Collins, uh, his plus-minus was plus 12. I know sometimes that's not indicative of the overall performance, but for some reason they just stopped getting him the ball after he had a pretty nice start. 404-741-0929, our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You can let us know what you think about the Hawks. Uh, These next few against the Wizards, again, all of these are winnable, but you go down to Miami, you lose two. You go on the road and lose two more against the Wizards. And by the way, do you think Coach Quinn Snyder is frustrated at all? I mean, he just started. But, like, mm. you're just trying to incorporate some of these things, and you're close. But 
these are the things that you thought mm-hmm. he might come in and be able to fix. Right. And we haven't been able to quite fix those things. Nah, we're just maybe, and this goes back to is we use the Parcells, the the Parcells line, you which is your you your record says you are, which are you're a 500 team. Yeah. And you don't. But I, the, the Dejounte Trey thing on nights like last night, you had a 15 point lead. It was cooking, and then. And then all of a sudden, things just kind of dried up at the end. It really did. I just would – I understand, like, if Trey's getting pressure, he's going to kick it to the open look. DeAndre's got to hit the open look. But I would rather have Trey taking those shots than DeAndre Hunter, you know, all night. But they just couldn't – but for some reason, they couldn't facilitate that down the stretch. Totally agree. All right, guys, we got more to get to as we move along today. Franchise tag day in the NFL. Lots of news around the league. And uh, as one of our listeners said, Dukes, I still don't see – the Falcons going after Lamar, and I believe Ritter will be the starter. He may be. Um, he goes on to say if the Falcons do get Lamar, then they wasted a third-round pick. Here's the deal, though. Just like no mm. pressure to play him last year because he was a third-round pick, right. if he never starts for our team, and I don't know if he will, and we have to assume that he's here and he's going to, right. but if he never did, it's not viewed the same as if we took Ritter in the top eight. If we took him in the top 10, there's a different standard for what you expect with your quarterback, which we've had three top 10 picks here the last three years, and we hadn't used it on a quarterback. We're going to see what we do this year. But the fact is, it's not that they blew the pick because it's viewed differently. You go, all right, I got a quarterback in the third round. We had a guy. We weren't sure what we wanted to do. I don't think anybody kills the Falcons around the country, Mike, saying, hey, they had a third-round quarterback and uh, he didn't pan out or they didn't think he was the guy. Nobody looks at it that way. And, again, guys, all summer long, you and me were having the same conversation. We want this guy. We want Ritter to grab the brass ring because then you look at the Russell Wilson business model in Seattle. You're paying third-round money and maybe you found the guy. You found that Brock Purdy kind of got everybody's appetite whetted for it. Well, you don't have to be a first-round pick to be a star quarterback in the NFL, right? Of course, he got injured. Now all, all bets are off. I want Ritter to be that guy. It's just hard when you got four games of a sample size. And some guys, I mean, I, look, I am a Ritter fan, but I can't tell you that Ritter's going to be a successful NFL quarterback full time. And I know Lamar Jackson has had his limitations and injuries, et cetera, but he's also a guy, guy's been an MVP. And he would electrify a big part of the fan base. That's just I mean, you can't, he's you better. Cannot, you cannot he's compare, better. right, you he's cannot compare better. Ritter to Lamar Jackson, guys. You cannot. No. It's impossible. No. He's better than a lot of guys. Right. But let's just be honest. I mean, he's better. Uh, this this listener also says, to be honest with you guys, I'm not a big Lamar fan either. Okay, that's fine. Well, guess who is a Lamar fan? My good buddy, Trey Young. Trey Young goes on Twitter, come on now, Falcons. Hands praying. Not tampering, but come on. Okay. I hear and you. Trey, if you're listening, what's up? I hear you. Well, I'm glad he's down for our city to get more stars because we need it. Hey, coming up, we'll go around the yard. We'll talk some Braves here, but we'll get back to our football conversation, including what Rich Eisen said Mm. about the Falcons and our quarterback. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Do you hear it? With your 2021 World Series champion, Atlanta Braves. On Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Braves getting ready to play the Red Sox in some great Fruit League play. Down in Florida, it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Coming up in less than 15 minutes, wait until you hear what Rich Eisen had to say about the Falcons quarterback situation. It's interesting. And we will also take your phone calls coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. We've been talking about this all day. And I don't know what side of the fence you're on when it comes to Lamar Jackson. But as we open up the lines in, in the 6 o'clock hour, it's just simple, guys. If you're against it, I want to know why. And if you're for it, I want to know why. And if you think the Falcons, who have said that they don't have any interest, according to reports, and reports earlier today that they were interested. So I don't know. It's somewhere in between, right? Either way, if that's the case, and they're not, should they be? So we're going to take your thoughts about it coming up, uh, and we'll give you ours in the 6 o'clock hour. As far as the Braves, Mike, Matt Olson, um, these new rules, right? We've got all these new, new rules uh, for Major League Baseball. And Matt Olson, our first baseman, faced the shift 81% of his plate appearances last season. So um, you take the shift out, and all of a sudden now you start saying, okay, what is that going to do for a guy like Matt Olson? Does he hit more to the opposite side without the shift on? And more importantly, does that mean he's on base more? Is, it, is he more right. productive? The shift just – and again, all the shift was, guys, was this guy hits this amount of times to, the, to, to right or left field. It's analytics. We, we're going to put a guy out there. It's simple. And you don't do that, and now all of a sudden it opens up an area of the field that wasn't, uh, wasn't open right. last year. And, I'm, and if nothing else, better for a guy like that because he can maybe be a 270 hitter. Hello. Yeah. You know, and getting on base more. I just thought, and it's funny, we talked about it with Dansby when he was in studio with us last year, and it's so true. It's like, for just from a purely aesthetic standpoint, having Austin Riley jogging over to play short right just looks like crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm happy to see that die like the dodo. And the, the, like Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred may be a knucklehead, but maybe they stumbled onto something. I'm watching some of these games in spring training, some of the highlights. The flow, it's, it's moving. If you can increase offense and speed up the game, I know that there's old farts like Bob Koss is probably, you know, whatever. It is it is good for the game. We've got to speed it up. I, mean, you know, I don't like to reinvent the wheel. I still think the ghost runner's the stupidest thing since, yeah. you know, but, but it, it's the things are working. You've got to admit it. The Braves have reason to believe that Kyle Wright, the only 20-game winner last year, is still going to be ready for opening day. Uh, he is required more time to prepare for the season. 
But apparently, Mike, he's developing and, you know, going through his uh, his exercises and all that stuff. He's 27. He had a side-throwing session today, according to Mark Bowman from MLB Network. Yeah, but he's yet to appear in the right. spring game. So that's why they're saying they're hoping he's going to be available for opening day or at least, you know, the, the first week of the season. We're going to see. 21-5, and 3.19 ERA last year. Led the majors in wins. It was a breakout season. Can he do it again? Can he do it again? Yeah, I mean, I look, I get it because the strikeout to whatever. The, <laughs> whip. Whatever you're looking for, the old days winning 20 games is pretty darn good. Uh, but apparently now winning nine and having to obviously nobody get on base is better. I get it. But I still think this guy's got to be able to pitch. And that's why I was a little nervous about this late start to his spring training routine because of the issues. But, uh, yeah, that, it would be Max Fried and Kyle Wright, one, two. Strider. Morton, or maybe, or do you feel Strider's going to eclipse uh, him this year? Strider's just got to figure do. out how to pitch. Now, here's the thing: Max Fried made an effort two years ago to not pitch to contact. Yeah, Stry- I mean, Strider's a flamethrower. I mean, but part of Strider is the pitch count gets so crazy, everybody just fouling everything off. Does Strider tweak anything this year? I-, I can't wait to see him pitch and how maybe what adjustments he's possibly made. Um, and things he's working on down there, he's got a lot of talent. Right. That's a gift. I don't like the phrase pitch to contact, but I just think sometimes yeah. you want to avoid being through 75 pitches in three innings. I agree. Um, Strider, I think, Mike, by the time we get to where we need to be, Strider, it'll be free each Strider and then potentially right. But we need right to have another good year. Charlie Morton, obviously, that's your four. And then Ian Anderson, um, you know, he gave up, what, one unearned run uh, over two and a third innings against the Yankees. That was Sunday. And then Bryce Elder threw three scoreless against Houston right. on Friday. So those are the two guys that are vying for that fifth rotation right. spot. And on the top end, you already mentioned Freed looked great. As he's been, Freed has looked totally locked in. So whatever the end of the season last year with the stomach issues, that's long, long gone. He looks dominant. All right. Are you watching any? Are you going to watch any of the World Baseball Classic? Well, not? I mean, I got to be honest. There's a lot of star power in this one. I mean, it's not like you got some guy who's playing for like the Toledo Mudhens. I mean, you've got. Imagine, by the way, imagine you're an Angels fan and Mike Trout is playing in this. Sweet. Mike Trout, who you'd rather have in bubble yeah. wrap and then not have him do anything until the season starts with all the injuries that he's endured. But there's a lot of guys. Wainwright's going to pitch. He's getting up there in age. But you do have a lot of all-stars in this. Arenado's going to play as well. Yeah. Otani's playing for Japan. And oh. we know Acuna's going to play for, uh, you know, so that's – now, I'm, I've mixed blessings on that. I just don't really like the idea of extra wear and tear for Ronald Acuna. You know, he's going is a difference between a spring training game and actually representing your country and going for it. No, no doubt. I mean, it's something that's going to happen. We, I mean, we can't run from it. I know the Braves, all these teams say we want our guys to participate and play. Deep down, I don't know if they want that, especially your your mm-hmm. megastars and the guys that you're really counting on. Because God forbid, knock, knock wood, right. if something happens to Trout, Mike, that's 120 RBI that they're looking for, you know. And by the way, they got all that. They mm-hmm. got Otani. They got Trout. They are, they're not winning anything. That's a team that's not going anywhere. They got all this star power. So, but I'm with you. I, that's the worst concern when these guys go out and play in the World Baseball Classic is something happens now. I got to deal with it. In the division, for what it's worth, Jose Quintana has got a uh, rib injury, so he will not be pitching for Colombia. As that's a Mets play, a player, by the way, for those who don't know, starting starting pitcher for the Mets. So he'll bang them. All right, four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line, getting you caught up on the latest with the Braves. I do hope that Matt Olson. Is more productive, but it's not like he was a chump last year. No, you know he had a really good year. He's kind of like on his, he's kind of his career average. The average was down just a little bit, but I think there was also there was a lot of pressure on him it coming was. in and filling in for Freddie. There was a lot of stuff he tried to downplay and didn't really address for the most part. But yeah, there's there were some things. Now he did. What was it? Uh, was it end of August into September? He had a brutal stretch, and then he sort of came out of it in time for the playoffs. But of course, by that time, you know this team was kind of cooked. If he can give you, if, if without the shift, if you're saying that's another 25 hits. He's going to have a really good season. I mean, a special kind of season. 
And to be quite honest, I think Riley, Acuna, depending on what money does, we could have three or four guys that could be in the MVP mix, Mike, when you start talking about this team from an offensive standpoint. I think, and I know everybody's on the Mets, and you can be. Good luck with that. We had the best offense in, in, in the National League, and I know people are looking at the Mets and they're going, oh, they added all this pitching. Our lineup is still killer. It, it really right. is when you look at it. The thing about also, I look, I get make sure I get the numbers right. He batted 169 for September. Okay. So he went to that late swoon. And then for what it's worth, the, the, the small sample size in October, he batted 300, you know, including uh, the home run against Miami down the stretch. And then he went uh, a couple of, but a couple of, one of the few guys who had some RBIs. It was, let's be honest, the, the Philly series, they just completely conked out. Str- Freed looking like he did. Strider's issue, that just took all the wind out of your sails. But Matt Olson did struggle down the stretch and kind of regrouped in October. Yeah. It felt like we just couldn't do anything in that series. Right. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what the well, reason was. Max Freed getting beat was a gut punch. It was. That, that was a big one. You're right. All right, guys, 404-741-0929. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes, the radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. We're going to come back. We'll reset everything. If you're just tuning in, however you're listening to Atlanta's number one sports station, it's number one sports show, smart speaker, headphones, hmm. you're on your computer, you're listening in the car. Lots of stuff going on around the NFL today, including the latest with the Falcons. And the Falcons had to make a decision on our right tackle. They did, and what does it mean moving forward? You have to assume, Mike, that now we got to go into this draft and draft a right tackle. Yeah, now if you're going to – I know, boy, oh, boy, all the uh, fans who think this is a Madden game are going to be so excited we get Skaronsky from Northwestern to tackle. Exactly. If you thought there was a lukewarm reaction at Mercedes-Benz when Drake <laughs> London got drafted last year. But, no, this is – it's something we need. Whether or not there's another – maybe another idea or maybe – you know what? Maybe every NFL team now is going to – the list, by the way – it's hysterical. Every team in the world, even the Chiefs, who have got everyone, we are not interested in Lamar Jackson. The Dolphins just put out a communique that they're not interested in Lamar Jackson. Come on now. This is ridiculous. I think the NFL Players Association has, has put this guy into a terrible position where he may now take it in the shorts and have to come back, worst case scenario for Lamar Jackson, cap in hand to the Ravens and pay their price. Let me ask you this. With all the baggage that Deshaun Watson had, everybody was interested. And you're telling me mm-hmm. all of a sudden now, now memos are going out. Right. They're putting out official statements right. just to basically keep their name out your mouth. Right. I mean, the only guy that hasn't issued a statement is the Ravens. The Ravens are not interested <laughs> in Lamar Jackson. <laughs> so it is a little unusual, but the Falcons are one of those teams which have made it clear to their media minions they are not interested in Lamar Jackson. I don't believe it. Coming up, we'll get you caught up on the latest around the NFL. Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.